This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by Loners, a dwarven dark fantasy audiobook for fans of high adventure, gritty action, and irreverent humor. Visit audible.com or amazon.com and search Loners Dwarven Fantasy to get your copy today. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I teleport up to 30 feet, and then I appear at the rubble below, waiting to catch Aslo falling above me. I got you, buddy. How did you get down here so fast? I can disappear and reappear other places very quickly. A cracked statue of a dwarven warrior stands at nearly triple scale, its head almost reaching the ceiling. Broken fragments of rock are scattered across the pockmarked floor. So you throw a rock at it, it hits the statue, and then clatters to the ground, and you wait in expectation. Expectant silence, and the statue begins to move. Your sword itself is not strong enough to damage the stone. Only magical weapons can harm the statue. The jewels in its eyes glint. You all feel your muscles and your thoughts and everything slow down. Uh, that's a hit. I think I should maybe shield. Shield is not enough. Oh, no. Oh, Guys. Wow. 46 damage? 44 damage. 19 plus 25. Oh, I'm at one then. So he just like does this to me, just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just hits on the top of the head, bashes you twice. Of the, oh my goodness! So yeah, he makes massive swings with his axe, just whacks you across the room, and you go flying uh, against the wall because you've got no, nothing to withstand that. Sort. Oh, oh wait, I'm what side of the wall am I on? What room? Technically, it's not a pushing attack, but I mean, with damage that high, you just take very heavy hits. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, you are slammed against the floor and the ceiling for all you know. <laughs> Stripey, can you take over for me? <laughs> Fortunately, it doesn't look like the statue's holding together very well structurally. Uh, it was already pretty damaged before this fight started, and it's gotten significantly worse. All right. Just a few more solid hits, guys. I pass my con safe. All right. Did you make two of them? Yeah, two, right? Two. Two hits. Oh, no, I rolled a one. Uh, Uh, Right. Well, I would imagine my concentration gets broken on that. I mean, in fairness. Oh, that was brutal, Thane, even with my shield. (laughs) You're going to have to fire bolt. Yeah, I I rolled both times or a 29 to hit, so. Oh, man. I like your idea, Shaba. I'll probably also second wind. Yeah. Or what about lightning lure? Doesn't that do more damage? That's magical. No. Lightning lure is 1d8 lightning. Firebolt right now for me is 2d10s. Oh, that's right. Okay, Firebolt's the one that got upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid. That's a good one. Aslo? All right. I do have uh, Cure Wounds as a spell. However, I'm wondering if a d8 plus 5 is even, like, worth considering at this point for Tokus. Well, it might do you against a glancing blow. That's true. Shaba, I was wrong. My lighting lure also got upgraded at level 5. It's 2d8 versus 2d10. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's close, but the firebolt's still better. And I think I'm just going to go ahead and cast it second level. It's my last second level spell slot, but it'll be 2d8 plus 5 instead. Yeah, it seems worth it. That would be 8 plus 5 is 13. I humbly accept. <laughs> uh, it is touched, so I do have to move over to wherever he is. Can you? Are you still slow? Yeah, you can reach him. Okay. And then I make my save. There we go. Uh, 18. That's enough. Okay. So you finally break free of the magic. Ah, <sighs> thank goodness. You can finally talk at normal speeds now. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Does that mean the spell takes twice as long for him to cast? <laughs> it's just singing a mournful ballad instead of a happier healing tune. Yeah, yeah. true. Instead of a speed metal ditty. <laughs> All right. Shaba. All right, guys. If I weren't the primary DPS of this combat, I would also cast Cure on Tokus, but I feel like I just have to keep hitting it, right? I mean, that's fair. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. I've got second wind. I'm out of spell slots, though, but I'll be fine. All right. I'm going to rub that lucky rabbit's foot, because this one's important. And uh, I'm going to take that shot. Okay, uh, 20 is my highest. Hit. Four. Uh, not very good damage. Eight. Is that with the hunter mark? Yep. I rolled a one on the D8. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's okay. And uh, that'll be my turn. Still decent compared with most of the other attacks that have been happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my, my four last <laughs> last round. <laughs> yeah. 
Hit. Back to Tokus. All right, uh, I stand up, dust myself off. I feel a lot better. Thanks for, thanks for that heal. All right, uh, I'm going to second win, though, before I do anything else. Yeah, good idea. So it's a D10 plus my fighter level. Sweet, so I heal for five plus six, because I am a level six Eldritch Knight. <laughs> so I heal for myself for 11. Hey, that's a glancing blow right there, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so I, I loved your idea, Shaba. I'm going to whip out the vile pult, and I'm going to start shooting. You have disadvantage for shooting in melee. Oh, wait, it's up on me again? I thought I got pushed back. Yeah, I think that was just for flavor. Oh, that was for flavor. Yeah, it's not technically a pushing attack. You hit the far wall and bounced all the way back <laughs> and landed in front of it, right at his feet. The first hit knocked you, you bounced against the wall, knocked back, and then he hit you again. Right? <laughs> it's like straight uh, up Super Smash Bros. in here. Playing ping pong right. with you. You literally just bounced all the way back. I mean, if I'm in melee, I should either take the de- defense or... I should fire flame like it. My, it's not worth. I get a D eight now, guys. Yeah, I should maybe just take the defense. You should take defense and maybe disengage next turn. Yeah. Do you have a, a action surge? Uh, I do have action surge, don't I? Well, you've only used a bonus action so far, so you can. Yeah, I've already bonus. Action. Oh, I feel like I feel like I would have used my action surge last combat. Is it once a day? Uh, yeah, it's a lo- it's a long rest. You might have used it already. I think you used it against the wolverines. Yeah, probably. Can you use lightning lore as just a regular melee attack? Not really. They're both ranged. Mm. Uh, okay. Like the lightning lore has to drag it. What is it? Ten feet, five or ten feet before it deals damage. Yeah, so it has to be away from you. Okay. Mm. I think I should just honestly. I think I'm still our best tank. No offense to Stripey. I'm still more armored. No, you definitely are. So I'm just going to take the the dodge, the defense action. Yeah, definitely. You are clearly our best tank, but since you said no offense to Stripey, Stripey gets offended. He's furious. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, get angry, Stripey. We need you to, like, gr- grow some magical talons or something. All right. <laughs> right. Um, and did you look that up? He really doesn't have a magic weapons yet? No, I, I looked all through the Unearthed Arcana dock and did a search for magic and none of the results were stripey getting magical attacks. Hmm. I think there's something with druids where like at a certain level your animal attacks, yeah. wild shape attacks become magical or whatever, but that's about it. You know what we need to do? We need to have you learn, or one of us learn there's ways to enchant another character with magical damage, isn't there? Yeah. Magic weapon is a spell. Yeah, magic weapon. Like It might be worth one of us learning that so we can enchant stripey. Mm-hmm. And me. You could enchant me with that. <laughs> it might have been some other version of the ranger, because there, there have been so many Beastmaster rangers. Yeah. I'm being defensive. My turn is done. Well, Statue's been doing pretty well so far, so it's just going to keep on trying to wail on Tokus. Makes sense. Brace yourself. Disadvantage on each of these. We did everything we could, guys. Yeah. It's all over now. It's all ogre now. It's all <laughs> ogre now. Well, that turns a critical hit into a miss, so that was good. <laughs> wow. Hey. And another hit into a miss, so All good right. use of dodge there. Oh. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, guys, can you drop this thing already? <laughs> Please, help. Yeah, you're holding your shield up, cowering beneath it, and it swings its axe down, and you dodge at the last second to the side, and stones go flying across the room, shattering from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and it does it again, and Goodness. you're standing there surrounded by gaping holes in the floor. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> There's no place left to stand, guys. <laughs> Druid Circle of the Moon, uh, starting at 6th level, your attacks in beast form count as magical. Yeah, there you well, go. There was some ranger ability, but it was probably a different version. Gotcha. Okay, that ends my turn. As though. I guess now that I'm up closer to it, I'll use my one magic short sword to attack it. And I cast a spell last turn. So, it is at plus one. Uh, Unfortunately, that's a three on the die. So, I don't think that's going to hit the seven. No, sorry. Ten to hit. So, yeah, that's a miss. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do have two attacks now. So I can attack both with uh, the magic short sword, right? You're not slowed anymore. Yeah, you're no longer slowed. I thought it was you attack with the magical and then you attack with your other weapon. Yeah. We, I, I asked this question, like, last session. Yeah. Yes, you did. And and the answer was you have to attack with each weapon. You can't attack with the same one twice. But I have extra attack and then I'm dual wielding. So with extra attack, I can attack with the same weapon twice. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, instead of using dual wielding. In addition to, I think, but... Yeah. So he's got the same yeah. thing that Tokus does. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. 
almost forgot about that. Okay, 19 plus uh, something, I think that hits. Yep. Okay. And, and he gets the plus one, right? Because you cast a spell last time. Five, six, seven, eight, nine piercing damage. Magical. All right. You stab into the stone and break off another big chunk that falls to the ground. Ooh. But it's still barely holding together. Man. Oh, boy. Are you doing anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Shaba? Guys, should I use my session insp here, or am I being overdramatic? I don't think you're being overdramatic. I used my session insp on keeping a hex up. Yeah, but <laughs> that was earlier in the combat. I feel like if I just give it one more solid hit, it'll go down. Okay. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm going to... No, just 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 do it. I trust your judgment here. I should use my session insp? No, no, just drop it. Just use okay. normal. Okay, I'll yeah. just do a normal attack. Yeah. Please, please, please. Dang it. No, that's an 11. Oh, (laughs) Sorry, guys. Cripes. I really dropped the ball this time. Tokus? Yeah, I think I'm going to do what I did last turn and continue to take the dodge action. All right, worked out well for you before? I mean, I can't (laughs) really do good damage right now. Right. Like, it's it's a D8 of fire, and that's the best I can do. You either have to take the dodge action or take the disengage action. Or I just have to swipe Aslo's magical weapon right here. Well, take the disengage action, back off, and plan to make a ranged attack next turn, hoping that he will attack Stripey. But I'm still a better tank. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, yeah, so... All right, fair. I just hope it keeps attacking me. I'm going to take the dodge action. Yeah. Nice. Okay, and Stripey does the same thing as well. Yes. Statue. Well, Tokus hasn't done anything to it recently, and Aslo has. So, no, statue is really. turning to Aslo. And the... Okay, the the dodge action takes up my reaction, too, doesn't it? No. No. Oh, okay. You can give him disadvantage on the first attack if you want. I plan to. <laughs> All right. That's the best I can do for you, buddy. Yeah, no, it's great. But a 16 with disadvantage still hits. Oh, no. Yes, it does. Second attack is a miss, though. I won. But you take... Hit for 14 points of damage. X. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have, could have been much worse. Is that glancing? Down to 13. I was glancing ish. Yeah. <laughs> ish, yeah. <laughs> Not as low as the first one. It was more like a medium length stare than a glance. <laughs> <laughs> but it does miss the second attack, so as though it's your turn. All right. Um, is the statue now in a place where we could potentially flank with it? Why don't we ask it? Excuse me, <laughs> Excuse Mr. Me, statue. Mr. Are you, I, I do feel like you're in a place where you'd be willing to get flanked. You could flank with Stripey from here. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I I strafe around beside the statue. <laughs> and then, is awesome. Uh, so I will attack with my magic short sword. No longer plus one, but that's okay. It's advantage. basically like doing the grapevine, which is yes, that one exactly. <laughs> dance move. Uh, 20 to hit. Hit. Uh, for 7 piercing. Deece, deece. And then second attack, also with Come advantage. On. Come on! <laughs> no, you it's just the one attack. Well. Just the one attack is all you needed. You don't need to roll. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what he's, you meant. He's saying it's dead. Okay. (laughs) Well, it was never alive. So you move around to the side and do an upward thrust into one of the gaps that was blown open by the arrow earlier and (laughs) manage to shatter the remainder of its chest in half. Nice. The whole statue then wobbles and lurches forward before collapsing to the ground. (laughs) On top of Tokus, as (laughs) usual. Uh, you guys really need to like work on like how you kill the enemies. It's like the fifth time. Yeah, it's like felling a tree. <laughs> exactly. You got to yell timber, and you want right. to. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cut it from a certain angle. It's like oh, I just like at the meme is everything that's large falls on. Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was taking the def- defensive action. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready for it this time. I don't get uh. smooshed. <laughs> Guys, it put me to one health point. I know, health point that's is. insane. I know. I felt uh, really, really low. You are <sighs> clinging to, to life, barely. Yeah. Yes. All right, well, let's loot the room. <laughs> well, <laughs> now that I almost died, let's see what treasure there is. Uh, that's the adventurer's life, man. Phew. What are you at, Tokus? Uh, I'm all the way back to a 25 between the juicy heel from Aslo and my second wind. 
Okay. It was a good wind. It was a large wind. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. You do break a large wind, Tokus. All right, let's uh, let's leave the room. <laughs> yeah, were you considering healing me too, Shaba? I was considering it. I'll happily take the HP donation. I think at this point we probably need a short rest. Am I right? Yeah. Wait, at least a short rest. Okay. Well, you already looked around the room somewhat. You searched more thoroughly in the areas that you couldn't get to before with the statue there. And it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of note here other than the bodies that you found mm. already. Well, but what about the sweet, sweet, delicious gemstones inside of its eyes? Um, sure. You could pry those out. They're small, not particularly valuable ones, but they're worth something. Okay. Onyx? No. But they did that super awesome slow spell. Yeah. <laughs> and yet they're not that important. I guess it's because the statue was magical. Yeah, what if they were like the Umber Hulk eyes, where like you look at them and they still cast the spell? <laughs> How many of those do we pocket, by the way? I was looking at my character sheet the other day and I was wondering, did I like not? Did we not sell those? The Umber Hulk eyes? I thought we sold everything. Okay. We had a bunch of them. Yeah, I think we might have sold them. Because I have a lot of money, so we must have sold something. <laughs> okay. Listeners, let us know in the chat what we did yep. with the Umber Hulk eyes. Please. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us an email so that we get it in three months. <laughs> right, right. So then we'll know, oh, yeah, we didn't sell all the Umber Hulk eyes. We kept <laughs> one to experiment on or something. Yeah, I Which thought I, we did. I thought we did keep one for experimenting. Well, is it written down on your character sheet, Tokus? Because if no. it's not, then you don't have it. <laughs> That's how character sheets work. If it's not written down, it doesn't uh, exist. I don't. I don't see it there. Boy, oh boy, man. Uh, well, I guess we sold all of them then, or lost the other ones. I might literally go back to that episode because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I put it in a file. I'm pretty sure that it slipped through your fingers on a crowded street and you went chasing after it as it got kicked around and the right. eyeball was just rolling through the dirt and you're like crawling and then you roll down a sewer drain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I like go down to the sewers trying to find it. That scene has replayed itself over and over in our adventure at various times. Whenever we have something small and really important, we always have nightmares of dropping it on a crowded right? street. People can get around and we're chasing after it and then it goes right down the sewer. Well, that's that's like the tote yeah. stone. I don't say tote stone. I don't say it, but... Whoop! <laughs> like, <laughs> expands in my pack. Uh, blows it open. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't say totes anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. I did not also... I'm, in char- I'm out of character, I say that. I don't. Sean says totes. Togus does not. Well, battle's over. There's nothing else of interest in this room. There's the one door that you haven't been through. Hmm. So, what do you do? We loot the body, we take all the stone, <laughs> and put it in our pockets. Are we sure that those onyx stones from the Dwarven statue aren't, like, special or something? Thane said they were, like, just, they were maybe worth a little bit, but I imagine without the magic that binds them to the creature itself, they're just plain onyx, like, sort of mundane. Yeah, I wrote them down, and we'll see what we get for them. You give them to Tokus to polish up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could. Well, they've already been cut. They wouldn't use uncut stones in the work of art. Uh, of course not. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay, so they're already polished then. Did you guys want to uh, take a break? Yeah, let's like do a, a short, short rest. rest. Kind of yeah. That sounds good. When did you say you were going to meet up with the other group? Uh, as soon as we had, were done exploring this, this passageway. That's true. We should probably meet up with them first. Yeah. So is this the last room and on this side? Um, there is one door in front of you that the statue is kind of blocking. Oh, that's right. Okay, let's check what's in that door. It's probably like a broom closet. Yes, the boss door. The boss door. Guarding the linen closet. If this were Fallout, it would be a steamer trunk, which always has good loot in it. <laughs> True. Yeah, let's get let's get the good loot. Tokus needs a magic weapon. Been needing it for 113 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy needs a new magic weapon. Uh, most of the time, magic weapons are optional in 5th edition. Yeah. I'll, I'll take anything. I'll even take a magical nail filer. Like, <laughs> just, I just want it to be magical. Yeah, knowing Thane, I mean, it would be something that's, like, mundane but useful. <laughs> like a magical set of nail clippers that just clips your nails for you. <laughs> you just sit there and hold your nails out. Yeah. yeah, or a beer mug that tips itself for you so you don't have to hold it. You just say, drink, and then it gives you a sip. <laughs> These are great ideas. I should use them. <laughs> then start taking notes. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I, I had all these like really powerful magical items lined up for you guys, but that, that beer drinking mug, that self-drinking uh, yeah. mug, sounds really, really powerful. It definitely sounds like something you'd find in a dwarven home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, or like a beard brush. Beard trimmer. Like a magical, like, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. It just floats around in the air and combs <laughs> your beard as you're walking around. Ties ribbons in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Puts beads, laces beads through the threads. Who has facial hair on this on this squad? Not I. It would uh, put ribbons in Stripey's hair. Tell you what, Tokus. <laughs> this is probably TMI, but I'm hairless from head to toe. <laughs> I'm a Goliath, after all. Yes, yeah, so you guys don't grow any hair. You just have uh. to Yep. Yeah, pebbly ones. Stripey and I are the exact opposites in that regard. <laughs> he grows the hair for you. He, do- yeah. he does, yep. He makes up for your hairlessness, yeah. You just wear him on your head. Yeah, <laughs> you just be coiled around my head like a little mink stole, like a mink turban. Anyway. <laughs> so you guys want to meet up with the... What's behind door number two? Yeah, let's let's go through the big the door behind the, where the statue was. Yeah. Before we move on, I wanted to remind everyone that Jari Rockjaw, the legendary dwarven bounty hunter, is teaming up with his best mates for one last mission to destroy the evilest dwarf in the world. All he wants is a quiet life and a homestead to call his own, and the king of Akepia is giving him that chance. But is retirement worth dying for? Find out by listening to Loners, a dwarven dark fantasy audiobook, available now at audible.com and amazon.com. Just search Loners Dwarven Fantasy... That's L-O-N-E-R-S, to grab yourself a copy today. You open the door into a large office that is remarkably intact. A dominating stone desk sits at the edge of the room to the right, covered in scroll work and other engravings. And the skeleton of a dwarf wearing rusted armor lies slumped forward in a chair, its skull resting on the desk, and its helmet removed sitting next to it. No, Zabus, is it you? I look for, uh, I get his wallet out of his back pocket. Yeah, does he, let's look at the ID. Look at his driver's <laughs> license. Or maybe he has one of those desk things, the little tent that <laughs> yeah. has his name on it. A little name tag, yeah. yeah. Just a little Zavis. No, there's nothing that obvious. <laughs> so there's an, another stone chair that's sitting opposite the skeleton in front of the desk, facing it. And most of the wall space is filled with shelves covered in old books and parchments. Mm. Smart, wow. smart guy. Smart dwarf. Big brain. We could load up on parchment for the parchment deficit that we've created. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've literally been riding on non-existent parchment. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely need some. Pretty sure you bought some at some point. Are all the books written in Dwarven? I pull one off the shelf. Surely they have a couple of books that aren't Dwarven. You can see that most of them are Dwarven. Some of them seem to be written in older Altoric. Huh. Hmm. I'm not very well versed in Altoric, though. Do any of us speak Dwarven? Unless Altoric is, like, common. That's what you speak. You're speaking Altoric. Okay, it's common. Gotcha. Hey, guys, did you know that I know Altoric? (laughs) (laughs) So do I, actually. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. Me three. Crazy. Look at this book. What are the odds? Is it like reading Beowulf, the older ones? (laughs) Probably not quite that bad. (laughs) I mean, that's almost completely unintelligible to us. Right. (laughs) It's maybe like Shakespeare or slightly older than that. Shakespeare. Mm. Yeah, like Middle English. Hey, I am very intelligible, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I actually had someone say that to me once. They're like, actually, I'm very intelligible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They didn't know what was wrong with that statement. That's great. I just patted them on the head and gave them a cookie. That's great. Yeah. I had an online instructor in a class recently that I had to take a, like a training for work and she was like oh no I get pronunciation I get pronunciation and she like said it multiple times I was like alright cool cool yes you do <laughs> so do we have any way of identifying who this dwarf was uh yeah I cast speak with dead <laughs> say who were you in life mm. yeah I wish I cast cure wounds <laughs> yeah well wait why don't we just check his wrists for a bracelet yeah does he have any discernible markings or Anything like that? Well, it's just a skeleton, so there's not much there. But you search the body, search the desk. You do find on its left wrist dangling there, (gasps) barely held on by the skeletal hand, is what one might describe as a bracelet. Cast identify with the wand. Quick, right now. Quick, quick, quick. The wand is uh, detect magic. The token spell is identify. Uh, Yes. Wait. Cast identify. I can't. Also cast detect magic because (laughs) we can detect magic in this room. Oh, yeah. I need the hundred gold uh, pearl and an owl feather. Okay, well then. Just just forget about that part of the spell, (laughs) Tokus. 
passed it without it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we take this because it's a bracelet, and it might be the bracelet. The <laughs> yeah. one bracelet. Yeah. Well, let's detect magic in any case. Because there's likely other things in this room. Yeah. Okay. Who has the wand of detect magic? Uh, not me. I thought you did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do, Brian. Oh, I do. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course I have it. <laughs> Which is a good idea because it reminds you of why you don't know detect magic. Right. Yeah. I have it under Asla's section. Okay. I think I'm the one with the wand of web, though, currently, because I used it in the yes. uh, fight against... <laughs> yeah. uh, to great effect. I was re-listening to that episode. Gosh, we got, like, <laughs> so many attacks off on the Umber Hulk with advantage because it, it sat in the webs. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was helpful. Wand of Web is legit. The good stuff. Web is a legit spell. It was on that YouTube video of, like, unseemingly but super powerful D&D early level spells that I watched at one point. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wish I'd seen this before I started picking my own spells. (laughs) Yeah. It was fairly potent in the fight against the um, bandits, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we webbed the camp. I think we used it toward the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How many charges does that have left on it? Do we know? Doesn't it recharge its charges? Yeah. The ones recharge. It recharges every day. Gotcha. Okay. So it should at least have one charge. Okay. Then I use it. That was a definite, like, crazy change in 5th edition. Like, in old editions, you find a wand or a staff that has, like, three charges, and that's yeah. it. And that's Once it. you're done, that's, you yep. that's it. That's it. At least in second edition, it was possible to recharge it, but you have to, like, know the spells that Yeah, you have to sacrifice your firstborn child and (laughs) do all that crazy stuff. It's basically just casting the spells into the wand that, or the staff that it already could cast. Mm -hmm. Doing that along with an enchant item spell would infuse it with new charges. It was complicated, but doable. Mm. Yeah. If you were really high level. (laughs) Right. When it was no longer as useful. Yep. The Wand of Magic Detection has three charges, and it regains one to three per day. Oh. Okay. Like the bow. Like Bojo's brilliant bow of bolts. Same thing. Gotcha. I wonder why a DM would give their party such a powerful wand. Probably because they're a benevolent and kind DM. That's what I would assume. <laughs> or he, he knows that we have lots of things to identify coming up, such as the throne, right? You've had the wand for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We just forget things. Well, what did you find out, Aslo? I, I can't wait. I'm trying. <laughs> I've been trying to cast this spell for ten minutes. We just keep talking. <laughs> All right, so you cast the spell, and you do sense an immense magical power coming from that bracelet. Dude! It's not necessarily what you would really call a bracelet. It's more like Like an armband or maybe even a small bracer. Mm. It's like a couple inches wide, solid metal band with fancy filigree work on it. Okay. Is it like dwarvish in its filigree? Yes, it looks very dwarvish in its design. Mm. Mm. Guys, it would go really well with my new dwarvish-ish armor. Dwarvish-ish? Guys, I just had a thought, and let me know if you're tracking with me here. I feel as though maybe we should take our short rest before joining up with Osorm and his party. (laughs) Are you serious? Mm. We promised them we'd meet up with them, Shava. Yeah, but we didn't say when. And if they really want to meet up with us, then they can come over while we're resting. But I really feel as strongly as though we should rest here and now. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me why, just a feeling. I got a bad feeling about this, Tokus. Let me tell you how... Let me, I'll give you my answer after one of us puts on the bracer. Because <laughs> mm. uh, it might, like, bump up our combat strength level a little. And we don't know if it needs to be attuned or anything like that, so one of us should... If we really feel that this is the brace that we've been looking for, maybe we should wear it. So if we were to sit here and... Let's let's go magical Christmas land for a moment. All right. Okay. okay. So let's say we do gather three of the ancient pieces, artifacts. What, what are we calling them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relics. Uh, Thank the you. crown jewels. The, the crown yes. jewels of the... <laughs> yes, okay. So this one would probably go to one of our tankier characters. The influencing crown, probably Aslo. Yep. And then, um, I mean, like, you, you like weather. You're into, like, thunder and lightning <laughs> and stuff, right, Java? Uh, I love weather. It's my favorite thing. You grew up in a cold place. I grew up in a lot of weather. Yeah. Every single day there was weather. And the throne is not something that we're going to get our hands on very easily. Yeah. So that's how I would say we should divvy it up. And, like, that's me 
giving to you two super sweet, awesome items when I'm just taking something that's like, yeah, it made like this dwarf king guy kind of more tanky or something. <laughs> like, I'm deferring the stronger items to you guys to take this cruddier one, but it is more built probably for a tank. So you're saying you take the bracelet, Aslo takes the crown, and I take the scepter? If we got our hands on them, that's what I'm maybe thinking. Although Aslo might also wield the scepter really well. We don't know what it does yet. Yeah. He's a spellcaster. As you know, a bird in the bush is worth just as much as one in the hand. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have the bracer, though, and I'm pretty sure that... I think I'm making a fair case that maybe Toka should put it on first... Even in the off chance that it attunes to him, I think I'm the right character for this item. I don't think I'm the right character for the crown or the or the scepter. I think you've been saying that, and I don't think that either of us disagree with you. What if, though, it sets your armor class to, like, 15? That would stink, and I would be very <laughs> yes. sad, and then I would give <laughs> yes. my armor away. I'd return it to space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't we find out what it does first? Yeah, but I might need it in the fight against the horde of wyverns that are tearing our friends apart. Are you sure you want to take a short rest? Because after they eat them, they're going to come for us. Tokus, the reason I want to take a short rest is precisely because of our quote-unquote friends. <laughs> yeah. Tokus, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Do you know what powerful magic items do to people? They make them do crazy things, things they never thought they would have done. Yeah, and we're going to put it on the most stable of us, the one that has totally conquered all his previous dips into the Shadow Realm. <laughs> stable in what way? <laughs> the one that has no character flaws whatsoever. I'm not talking about us, Tokus, I'm talking about them. The, the movie, The Lord of the Rings, or them as in our party? No, I'm talking about Osorm and his crew. <laughs> so you think that they're going to mutiny? Betray us. <laughs> if they do, we have no chance. I'm saying the chances that they backstab us are non-zero, and if they are non-zero, then we'd best be as well-prepared as we possibly can, which means we should take a rest before we confront them, before we go back to join them. So that way we're at least a little bit not as vulnerable. We lose to them even if we're at full strength, Shaba. We lose to them more if we're at less than full strength, <laughs> Tokus. Okay. I don't want to lose to them more. I want to lose to them less. <laughs> yeah. So that maybe we can take one or two of them down with us. So out of respect for the pact that we've made, I think we should have one of us wear the bracer and go help them. I don't think they need our help. I think if, if y y I think you're arguing against yourself. If you think they can beat us handily in combat, then they don't need our help in combat. <laughs> They're going to be able to handle whatever trials they face over there. Can we take a quarter rest? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> instead of a instead of a full rest, a half rest. It's only an hour. <laughs> a quarter rest, an eighth note rest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a sixteenth. Sure. Yeah. Short rests are only an hour. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's rest. All right. This is also not that big of a building, so... so are we really not going to wear the bracer yet? If you want to put it on, put it on, but we don't know what it does. So. It doesn't attuning require a short rest, so we would need to anyway in order to... Can I arcana this bracer, Dungeon Master? You can try, but anything of this power is probably going to be difficult for you to learn much about. Even if I got... Uh, oh, I thought it was a 20. I got a, a 19, plus I have a 6 to that check. It's a 25. I'll tell you that you're pretty sure it would require attunement. Okay. And you think it has some protective powers that will likely grow stronger as the wearer grows stronger. Mm. Hmm. It's one of those kind of items. Well, I mean, I haven't been getting very strong lately, so we should give it to, <laughs> to somebody who's actually... You should put it on and then do a bunch of push-ups. That's what I think. So it's probably like a static plus one or plus two to armor class instead of like a setting it to a certain number. It's uh, like a legacy item. Like, um... It's scalable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, I still think I should put it on at some point. But let's go ahead and take that rest and we can deliberate. All right. I mean, wouldn't you be really excited? Like, if we had the crown right now, I feel like it'd be hard for us to convince Aslo not to put it on its head, his head, and then it like starts like talking to you and you're like, oh no. Yeah, I oh. think that's what's happening with the bracer for you right now, Tokus. Yeah, I think because the fact that you're arguing with us and we're not even like dissuading you from doing it. <laughs> well, I, I think that's just Tokus in general, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to actually like make your case because we're, we're cool with it. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll put it on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> and I will spend one of my attunement slots. Sweet. Nice. It's your last one. Okay, short rest. So uh, spending hit dice. I'm going to hit dice, too. 
for sure. And I will play a Song of Rest to give us all, uh, let's see, the extra 1d6. Sweet. You also all did a short rest before all of this, so you should have some hit dice missing. Yeah, I did. I do. Right. Okay. Yeah, Stripey used all of his hit dice in the last um, short rest, actually. So, guys, I have one hit die left, um, but I'm at, I've rolled really poorly. I'm at 42, even after the Song of Rest. Mm. Do I spend my last hit die? I might as well, right? Yeah. 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 Because I think the next rest we're going to take is going to be a long one. Oh, it almost was on a 10, and then it shifted. Uh. So it's an 8. <laughs> 50 of 60. Okay, not bad. And I refresh my second wind. All right, so let's have that Song of Rest, shall we? All right, so Aslo turns his back on the group and uh, <laughs> begins to play. I've got another confession to make. I'm your tool. Everyone's got their meds to take. Healing you. Did you fight and then win? Did you lose? You needed somewhere to make your bed. Where did you choose? Take a spot by the fire pit. Kick off your shoes. You want to spend the Quite a song uh, of rest. I feel. Well done, well done. I, that so was much better. Uh, an excellent D six. Mm-hmm. Actually, I rolled really <laughs> low, but I liked your song anyway. Sweet. <laughs> I rolled a two. Uh, yeah. What I did you get me. on that extra D six, Shaba? Oh, you didn't need it, did you? I did not. You didn't take any damage. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> you're just sitting back and just popping shots. Off. That's right. Meanwhile, That's you're right. making the the short little scrappy shrimps in the party tank for you mm-hmm. when you're the big the big man of the house <laughs> have us fight fight the war for you you know it you know it no you did a lot of you did you did the lion's share of the damage last fight thank you for that you know i give you a little little gnomish inspiration <laughs> all right <laughs> like that oh yeah and do we know about this did, did you tell us what when the strength stuff is going to wear off you said it takes a few days, or we have to like get special healing for it? I can't remember. Over the course of this hour, your strength slowly returns to you. Oh, oh. all of it? Yes. Oh, wow. To stripes as well? Yes, everyone gets your strength back. <laughs> no, stripey just, stripey just stays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet, dude. That is a relief. Well, guys, we completed the mission. Why don't we just jet? Yeah, let's just get out of here. Why don't we just why don't we just leave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. I, in the back of my mind, I thought that's what you were heading to in the argument we had, or the discussion we had earlier, Shaba. I thought you were like, we should just leave. No, I think we should definitely meet back up with them and see where. I mean, we're still, you know, we're still good for ten percent of the take, right? Yeah. Question is, should we tell them that we found the bracelet or not? I mean, what's a little white lie? You are wearing it. And yeah, I mean, like, do I? And I can't take it off, right? Because it's attuned to me. Just put yeah. your sleeve over it. Can I cover it up with my alchemist's cloak? My your gauntlets. Hide it under my glued-on gauntlets. Got it. It's also like the whole reason that we came down here and asked them to come with us. So yeah. if we're just suddenly like, you know what? We didn't find it, but whatever, it's cool. Let's go. Then they'll probably be suspicious. Yeah, we yeah. already made an agreement. I think we do let them know we found it, and now we're ready to help out and finish, you know, our deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I. I. I think they're going to be good for their word, and if they're not, we're screwed, and it's the end of the adventure. So hey, I mean, you know, we also wrote up a contract with them. I think we're forgetting one small thing here, though. Osorm 
is a dwarf. Hmm. If there, if you were a member of a species, and the legendary relics of that species were like pretty well known, wouldn't there be a chance that you'd have some sort of knowledge of of that? Like, couldn't he just look at your wrist and be like, "Oh my goodness, that's that's the bracelet you were talking that's about." That's the bracelet. <laughs> okay, everything has changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, can I can I take it off even though it's attuned to me? You can take it off as long as it's not cursed. You should be able to take it off at any time. Um, question is, can you cover it with, like, your... You've got your Vilapult. Well, if we really want it to be safe, we send it to Murney. We oh. do really want it to be safe. Yes. Good point. Good point. And maybe Murney <laughs> can figure out things about it that I could. Yes. That's a great point. That's true. Why don't we just send it to Murney to have him identify it? Let's write him a little note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Let's send it to Murney. Yes. And then he uses it for his own purposes, because remember how he felt about the throne? <laughs> right. He was like, if only... I, I remember, like, Thane acting this out. You did a really good job. Yeah, and you were maybe like, I should have it. I had it. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's send it to Murney. I feel like we trust Murney more than we trust ourselves. Yes. yes. Or so on. And, right, yes. and more than we trust us. Right. Yes, for sure. So I put it in the bag, the uh, interdimensional satchel, and uh, we uh, we send it with a little happy note, like, how are you doing? You know, hope mm-hmm. the studies are going well with the green spire and all that jazz. And um, tell us what this thing does. We think it's the legendary bracelet. Pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. Um, please send it back after you do a nice analysis of what it can do and we'll go save the world and stuff like we planned. All right. Yeah, something to that effect. And then we love you very much. Yes. <laughs> and we miss you. And we miss and we you. can't wait till we see, can we, we can be together again. And we forgot to include the newt tails, but, or the, the newts, he likes newts, right? Yeah. We'll get you some though. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we're in town. Those are coming. Yeah. Uh, that's a f- brilliant idea. Yes. I love it. Okay. So we do that and we send it. Okay. So it's not really sending it to him. It's putting it into the extra dimensional space and then he will retrieve it sometime right. in the next day or so. But right. it's, in the, it's in the extra dimensional space. space. And if yes. they like kill us and loot our corpses, they won't know that this is a special satchel necessarily. Hypothetically. Right. They will be able to cast detect magic and know that it's magical and then get it identified and figure that out, but we'll be dead anyway, so what do we care? Right, but let's, let's put it in the extra dimensional space because yes. it's safer there. It, yes. Safe space. I totally agree. All right. And then we go to meet up with Osorn. Is it easy for me to get it out of that, though? Like, if we need it for the combat that might be happening? As long as he hasn't taken it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we can just reach in and grab it, as long as we know it's in there. It's basically like a bag of holding with multiple openings. Oh, does attunement end if you take off the magical item? I imagine it does. I would think so. I would think it ends the moment that you take it off. Is it more important for us to hide it? Yes. It, it is. Yeah. Because you can just attune it again with a short rest. Yeah. Okay, no, attunement ends if the item's been more than 100 feet away for at least 24 hours. Okay. Oh. So extra dimensional space probably counts as... If only I could weapon bond to <laughs> Can I use it as an improvised weapon and just, like, punch people with it? Maybe that's maybe that's how I get my magic weapon. I just, like, use the bracer as, like, knuckles, <laughs> brass knuckles. Yeah, that's a good point. You, you're wearing magic bracers... Oh, but they're not, uh, they're gauntlets, right? Yeah. Yeah, so if you if you made an unarmed attack and punched somebody with a gauntlet, then would that count as a magical attack? <laughs> Thane has to think about that. Yeah, <laughs> Thane's deep in thought. I wish I'd known sooner I would have been punching the statue instead. <laughs> well, unarmed attacks are not very strong. They're technically not magical weapons, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. We'll, we'll put that on the back burner. You you think about that. Yeah, that question's not really relevant to what's going on. It'd be cool, though, if I just punch things. That would be kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah. Turn into, like, an eldritch, eldritch monk. Right. All right, let's go back and meet with Osorn. Yeah, so we'll go back up with him, and we're telling them that we found it, but we... I mean, we can just tell them the truth, right? We'll just say, yeah, we found it. And then if they ask to see it, then we'll say we've got it. It's in somewhere for safekeeping. Safekeeping, yes. Or we can even say we sent it to someone. No, 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 oh. no. Because then no details it whatsoever. <laughs> it's somewhat. We put it somewhere for safekeeping. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yes. So you make your way back out, and you head over to where you last heard them, or what? Yeah. We we just follow the noises of their attacking or wherever we think they are yeah they've had plenty of time to clear out all the wyverns at this point <laughs> yeah we'll go ahead and call call out to them too oh so can you can you message them flunt 
Uh, it's 120 feet, so... Yeah, but you'll be able to message them before we get to them. They'll hear our voices echoing down the hallway a lot, lot farther than 120 feet. But do we want to just run around this... Yeah, deep- we, we have no reason to... Remember, we were talking before, we've made loud noises since we've left their company and... Oh, yeah, the, the thunder. Yep. Yeah. Thunder wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah and Tiak, Flunt, Osorn, are here. We want to join up with you again. Even though we don't really want to see Orso. <laughs> you hear Osorm call out. It's like, over here or, or upstairs on the east side. All right. We will go upstairs to the east. Guys, which way is east? <laughs> uh, east ways. All right. We go that way. It's opposite you. Sounds like their voice is coming from the same place they were before, actually. Okay. Let's go there. So you go through the big archway. Walking inside, this is a large room, almost as big as the Great Hall. And you see, scattered around the room, five liverns of various sizes lie dead, Whoa. recently killed by your companions. Wow. Dang. I think we made a good choice to team up with these folks. <laughs> I agree. That's a lot of wyverns. Also to split off with them when we did. Yes. <laughs> so the rest of this large room is filled with piles of leaves, fungus, bones, scales, and whatever else the creatures could scrounge up to use as their nests. Are wyverns not like the kinds of dragon-esque derivatives of reptilian monsters that want to nest on top of like richness treasures and gold like you're, you're telling me there's no big pile of gold yeah all that to say do they have treasure hoards or not <laughs> yeah you, you don't see any treasure in here no it's probably somewhere else but maybe they're just not into it like maybe they're not as materialistic you know yeah. Maybe they're about the simple things in life, like eating. Maybe they're more reasonable. Eating and molting. So like much of the rest of this building, some of the walls have collapsed. It looks like the one in the far right is open to the outside. Part of the left wall of the room has also collapsed. The whole ceiling's down, so there's whatever might have been there you can't get to anymore. Mm-hmm. But there is also one open door farther along on the left wall. You can see torchlight coming from within and hear the rhythmic clinking of coins. <gasps> Oh, mm. coins. We like coins. Right, guys? We do. <laughs> Hazel does the thing, you know, in cartoons when, like, someone smells something really good and they just, like, float along on the scent of the thing. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> he does that, except on the sound waves of the coins yeah. and he starts floating <laughs> towards it. <laughs> the coins clinking. <laughs> Four of them are sitting in this room full with boxes and chests arranged around the room. Looks like this was perhaps the treasury of this whole area. Well, in fairness, Thane is incentivized to just like make it seem like so much money. Because we already agreed to only 10% of said money. Guys, I hate to say it, but I think we have to murder Osorm and his whole crew. (laughs) What? No. We got what we wanted, Shaba, and we're we're overjoyed that it's tons and tons of money because that means our little bit of money is a little more. Is more than just a little, little, not so much little. I'm only kidding. But we, what we really need to do is buy a new hideout. So I think that's where most of our investment needs to go, right? Something better than an interdimensional room inside a fortress in the capital city? <laughs> Are you yeah. saying that we need to have like our own headquarters that we can run business out of because it's a conflict of interest with the Sapphire Saber? Also, maybe one day we'll do something that gets us kicked out and then we won't have a headquarters of our own. Yeah, I'm thinking more like a safe house, mm. like a hidden place. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Safe house. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I was thinking too, Shaba. What what, what? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Great minds. Big brain. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can see that Tiak is there counting the coins, dropping them in piles, separating out all the different denominations, and he's made quite the collection of piles here. There are also various art objects like candlesticks and jewelry and so on. Mm. Orsorm gives you a nice welcome, raises his hand as you walk in. So, how did you fare? As you can see, we've cleared out this whole section. I don't think there's anything left alive in here besides us. Well, uh, we fared pretty well, wouldn't you say, guys? We fared good. Yeah, I think we did all right, right? Yeah, we, we killed some shadows. Yep, and a big statue. Yeah, a big rock monster. Yeah, the big... Big, big dwarven statue. And we got this, uh, we have a bag of an indeterminate number of coins and trinkets. Yeah, to add to the, the pile, right? 
Yeah, here you go. And I hold it out. Just dump it out into the... Yeah. Well, we don't interrupt how Tiok was ordering. We don't want to, like, mess up his piles. <laughs> yeah, I swipe all of their piles of coins off the table and then slam the thing down. <laughs> yeah, just push them over. <laughs> <laughs> you like counting money. Maybe you could even help him, Aslo. What do you say? That's true. Counting money is my favorite pastime. <laughs> there are thousands of coins here. Oh, my goodness going to take a long time. Most of them are copper, silver, electrum, but there's a good number of platinum and gold, too. Okay. Uh, I don't want any platinum, because then then I have to keep them forever. Right, and you never spend them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay, I'll take your platinum. Okay, thanks, Tokus. That you would be getting. Yeah. You're such a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Looks like you guys did pretty well for yourselves. We did indeed. There was a, a bit touch and go there during that fight, <laughs> I must admit, but yeah, we held our own. Was there like a wyvern king or queen, or were they all about the same? Two of them looked like they were probably the parents. They've learned how to clone themselves, so they were all the same wyvern. <laughs> Just <laughs> different versions of it. Wyvern A, wyvern B, wyvern C. So, so <laughs> you, you killed the parents, and then you slaughtered the kids, and now we have all this money. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose... You did help out a little bit in that first fight, and you led us to the treasure in the first place, so a deal is a deal. Hmm, so it did is. Did you find what you were looking for? We did. Oh, uh, we, we did. We did indeed. Yep. Got it. So, it was it was nice working with you guys. We, we would do it again sometime, maybe. Yeah. You guys free th- next Thursday? <laughs> yeah, we could <laughs> have a real partnership here. We found another lost city uh, just down the road a piece. <laughs> go check that out. H- happy to give you the details on that one. What, what city are you talking about, Chava? Oh, just go with it, Tokus. It'll be like that thing where, you know, when you see someone you haven't seen in a long time, you bump into them at the store and you're like, oh, we should totally hang out, but then you never do. But then you it's don't, that, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. That's, uh, yeah, exactly. that's kind of what we're, we're setting up here. Well, yeah. actually, but Chava, like, we do have to fight those, like, what I heard in the basement of um, Castle Ormog. Uh, the the demon spawn that you made up in your head? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> well, I thought that they sounded like demon spawn, but they could be something else. But maybe they'd be really helpful to help us out there, you know? Maybe we shouldn't just burn our bridges before we need to cross them. Yeah, that was in the sewers below Ormog. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'd get into that later. Creepy sounds in the sewers below Ormog has turned into demons below the castle. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All in Tokus's headcanon. <laughs> right. I remember that very differently than you guys. Okay, I was I was the one that actually went down there and found the seal, and there was the lever and like mm-hmm. the, the the other chamber. It's true, and like yeah. that was really really cool foreshadowing done by Thane. It's like it's a place that we're probably going to have to come back to, but we didn't understand the significance. And you guys talked me out of going through that extra door or whatever. Yeah, and we were right. You were totally. <laughs> you would have been eaten by demons. Yeah, so. or so I thought. Yeah, but I wanted to. I wanted to go in there, just just have a look. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. As a, as a level three eldritch knight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Level three. We were yep. fighting like rats, and you were like, "Let's go fight the demons, guys." <laughs> demons are also just like level two, right? Monsters, Basically. level three monsters. Yeah, totally. They're just like a slightly stronger rat, right? Yeah, they're just like <laughs> flies that you swat out of your face, pretty much. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of demons. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to divvy this up here? What do you guys think is the best way to do this? What do you propose? Do we just go by weight? We'll take 10% of the weight. <laughs> yeah. TX says, no, I've got it almost all counted. Been wow. separating it out into fair piles for us. Superstar mathematician over here. All right. Do you want an even split of each type of currency, or would you rather just split the value here? We'll take all gold. Please. Yeah, I think I think a value split would be better. We don't want any of the artwork or anything. You guys can keep that for your hall, for your keep. <laughs> you got walls to hang it on. We don't have any of those. True. I forgot. How much Electrum is it per gold? It's 40? No, it's, it's either 5 or 2. It's 5. Yeah, five. Oh, sorry. Yeah, an Electrum <laughs> is half a gold piece. If an Electrum is half a gold piece, then it's 2. Oh, 5, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. An Electrum is five silver pieces or half of a gold piece. Yes, correct. So two Electrum per gold. All right. Well, they can't give it all to you in gold. There's not quite enough gold coins for that, and they would want some of them for themselves anyway. That's fair. Okay. We'll take silver and Electrum, too. Just no copper or platinum. (laughs) I mean, my coworkers probably are okay with platinum. (laughs) 
but I'm not. We'll take at least two platinum. <laughs> Is our cut really that much? That it might be some number of plats? I, I mean, mean, my goodness, this is such a trope. You're talking about chests full of gold here, Tokus. This is a lot of money. Yeah. This is like the city treasury here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lot of money. Real money. Man, we should have like leveraged for 15%, 20%. We, we thought 10% was the right Hey, number. you got to start small, man. Who knows? This, <sighs> this bracelet we have is priceless. So. Shh, don't say that. I'm, t- I'm talking out of character, obviously. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to okay. say that right in front okay. of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you know what? It's fine. This bracelet we have is worth more than this whole treasure <laughs> hoard combined. Let's go, guys. Let's go, guys. This is done. Yeah, we're, we don't want to wait for you to count this money. <laughs> Who needs stupid money when you have a priceless artifact like the one we have? It's not like we need to mm. eat and find lodging sometimes. Or, <laughs> right. or pay for really expensive teleportation t- tickets. Or Yeah. Yeah. Well, your share, I guess they'll divvy it out to you. You get 30 platinum, 563 gold, Whoa. and 6 silver and 5 copper. Oh, man. So, like, if we had just leveraged for a slightly higher percent, <laughs> then we would have slightly more money. We barely talked ourselves up to 10%, yeah. if you recall. We, were, we weren't even going to take anything, were we? I think the original was, you just get everything and we just want the bracelet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. How foolish we were in hindsight, Tokus. <laughs> they did the lion's share of the work. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did do the bulk of the work. It also seemed like they were reticent to even come in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, honestly I feel like we are getting the right portion for the amount of how much we contributed to the wyvern fight. Yeah. If if actually less. <laughs> Once you get to a certain point, something has to be fairly significant for it to even pique your interest, right? Like for it to even yeah. be worth it to you. True. Yeah. So they're at that point in their careers where they can pick and choose what they want to do. Yep. Like consultants. It's right. like consulting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Forget about it, man. They don't do work for less than 10,000 gold or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. Mul- multiply what we're getting by, t- <laughs> by 10. That's insane. Yeah. So do we want to uh, split this right here or? Right here and now. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Oh, wait. Was the numbers that Thane gave not our cut? Was that the full or is that the cut? That was the 10%, but now we have to divide that in four. By, yeah. Wait, by four or by three? What are we doing? By three. three. Remember, I divide mm-hmm. mine by with Stripey. But no, we can just, we can do that later. The Tokus. Why do it later? Why do it do later it when, when we can have money now? And if you have any <laughs> other party funds, you could split those too. Yeah, there's no, not really any. Um, so 10 gold each. Okay. Or sorry, 10, 10 platinum each. 10 platinum. But Shama didn't want any platinum. That's fine, I'll take the platinum. <laughs> 187 gold, and then basically one silver and one copper each. Awesome. Two silver. <laughs> there were six. Oh, right, right. Two silver, one copper. Wow. That's some real cash money. It is. It's a decent haul. They're doing you a big favor by hauling out the other 7,000 <laughs> electrum silver and copper coins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yep. True. But they've got a coin star, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, they have one in their keep. I saw it. It was against the far wall. Yeah. So <laughs> Next to the jukebox. <laughs> they just had, like, a little man in a money changer booth who can, like, conjure currencies from other places. Actually, they're just taking all the coins. Not, once they get them separated out, they take the piles of coins and shove them into a big bag where they promptly disappear. Sounds <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. oh, about right. Nice technology. The old bag of holding. So, guys, how, are, how much are you worth? Uh, this was the lion's share of my money. Uh, 16 plat. 214 gold, 55 electrum, 30 silver. Okay, yeah, D&D Beyond has a like a total currency in gold pieces, so I like all of my currency it adds uh, it up and tells me how much. Oh, that's much. nice. Why don't you tell us? 858. I'm almost in Ooh. four figures, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you going to retire at that point? Yep. Once I hit 1000 gold, that's all I'll ever need. <laughs> I'll have to, we'll have to get two new party members cuz if we lose you, I imagine we lose Stripey too. Yep. The big one zero 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 took us. Well, we just have to make sure that we don't let Shaba get to that number. Ah, What's a thousand see. divided by twelve? That is eighty three. I could live for that one gold piece per month. I could live for eighty three point three years off a thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's far longer than I will live. 
I was gonna say that that's if you do nothing. Are you sure you want to do nothing? Yep. No. You don't seem. You don't. Yeah. It do, I don't think that would please Kavaki if you did nothing. No. Sat on your sat on your butt and like had sheep feed you grapes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would. Uh, I would probably just make handicrafts a little bit more. Mm. You open up a, a stone tools shop. Yeah, stone masonry. Or not stone masonry, but, uh, yeah. Stone napping. Right, yeah, flint napping. Shabba's flint napping. Yeah, where you have napping and also, like, you make things. <laughs> <laughs> no, flint napping is a, is a, uh, a craftsmanship skill. No, I know. Skill. I, I, I know, but I thought it'd be funny to say that you have, like, this section where you, like, nap. Yeah, right. it's like It's like the jokes we make with Nafton, like, where we do everything that splits. Right, yeah, well, like, there'll yeah. be, like, some hammocks and some cots, and, like, you can nap in, like, an armchair, or, like, v- there's various furnitures. While you're noisily pounding away. Right. <laughs> tools. Those, those two, those, you're like, man, these two ideas didn't really fit together at the same location. Amen. Like, I thought it was gonna work. Like, they rest while I make their tools, <laughs> but they can't sleep. Yeah, the best new ideas are really just combinations of two old ideas. Mm. So, I, I feel like it could work. I mean, I have that five by five plot of land and outside the fence and napping, so make all my dreams come true. Now, I really think we should build an underground Dexter's Lab sort of situation there. Yeah, that we can pop up and hide. Yeah, so the mayor so the mayor doesn't find out, right? And evict us. <laughs> so you're breaking so many different uh, pro- protocol. Yeah, codes. <laughs> this is our land. You can't evict us from our own land. <laughs> and then we like dig that square of land out of the place that it is. And we move it outside it. of the jurisdiction. Yep. <laughs> we take it with us. <laughs> we can own land whenever, wherever we want. <laughs> Just put it on a big cart, like a big five by five cart, and drive it around. <laughs> so you're saying that you don't own the space, you own that dirt. Yeah, we all yes. just own the dirt. <laughs> yep. It's very good dirt. Thank you very much, Tank. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll come back for the space. We'll turn it into a square-shaped 5x5 five five swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, enough yeah. mathing. We all have our monies now. Yes. Uh, shall we be off? We shall. Let's blow this popsicle stand. I think we depart, yeah. Well, let's leave together in case more wyverns. Mm-hmm. They tell you that they've basically explored the rest of this place. They heard where you were, where you were headed, and left you to it. And went everywhere else, gathered it all up, and put it here. Okay. Thanks for having some faith in us. Yeah. Yeah, you're good hearers. <sighs> Didn't want to have to get involved in any extra fights. Yep. Yep. I hear you. True. Well, what do you say we go uh, make kobolds extinct and then uh, get out of here? Oh, yeah. Um, guys, before we leave Eldrazar, did you want to maybe go to the basin? Scry. Yeah, go scrying. Oh, away? Yeah. That one, that one basin of scrying. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm. Okay, we do that. Do we have holy water? Yes. I have one written down on my sheet. Yeah, we did bring holy water. Thane allowed us to retcon that. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me write that down. I, I don't think I wrote no, it. No, you didn't get it. I decided not to. I have Shavo and Aslo. Ah, okay. I don't need yep. to scry on anybody. <laughs> I've met all the important people in my life again. <laughs> yeah, so we go to that uh, that fountain. You get back to the, the rope that you left. Osorm and his group are ready to pack up and move out. What do you tell them? We tell them exactly what... Um, first of all, I ask them, does anybody... Do, do any one of you carry holy water with you? Osorm carries a couple of vials for emergencies. Okay. Um, good. So, you're gonna want to come with us to... Uh, the temple of somebody. Embastil? Embastil. The Embastion. Because in that temple, there are a ton of quagoths. <laughs> but more importantly, there's a basin in the back room where you can see your future. No, just kidding. You can spy on people that you like, but don't want them to know that you're spying on them. <laughs> yeah, we've, we, and we should let them know we've used it before. It works. Yes. It does. And it works. It works wonders. So here's the deal. I don't deal. think we have any need for such a thing. Oh, okay. Well, then see you guys later. <laughs> have a safe trip home. Um, and we'll see you all in, uh, at some point, maybe. Maybe we'll come by and team up again sometime. But it's been great. Thanks for not double-crossing us and for being people of your word. Yeah, and, and actually doing a fair payout and everything. Like, yeah, we seriously might work with you guys again. It was awesome. Yeah, this went a whole lot better than we were expecting, so... Yes. 
We were expecting you to double-cross us and murder us down here in this dark hole where nobody would find our bodies and take all our stuff. Right. But instead, <laughs> we're going to go get killed by some quagoths trying to scry on some of our loved ones. Yes. Uh, us arm had been quieter than usual lately, you noticed. Mm. And after you bring up the ambassador and everything, too, he seems a little disgruntled, perhaps. Mopes for by himself for a little while and then speaks up before you head out. I hope you're not doing anything too untoward in that temple. These are holy grounds to the dwarves, and there are many possibly valuable things there to our history. I hold no great attachment to this place, but I'm still a dwarf. Well, we're certainly not desecrating it. I'm, as a matter of fact, we, we obtained some holy relics, some artifacts of the church to return to one Rothtar the Blessed. Uh, in Glassrock, so we've been I, I feel that we've been very respectful of the of the place. It's true. But surely we can't have the same respect as a dwarf themselves, right? Even though we're we're not dwarfs, Shaba. We gotta be we gotta come clean. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be honest with you, not a dwarf. <laughs> he he eyes you dubiously, but seems to recognize the truthfulness in your words. Hmm. Well, you are empathic after all. Right, Shaba? I am very empathic. Very well. Then I will say no more on this matter. I bid you all safe travels. Thank you. We bid you the same. Many thanks again for your help, and uh, we hope to run into you again someday soon. And may Ambestil protect you in your adventures. And I hope that Kavaki makes you strong and leans on your shoulder. And fixes your scoliosis. <laughs> That's right. Yep, safe travels back to wherever it is you're headed. Goodbye. And then we abruptly turn and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to say something. Hang on. What was it, Orson? He already said farewell. So. Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. This is just getting awkward now. So we're going to leave. <laughs> we just keep saying goodbye to each other. All right, so they start climbing up the rope. Yeah.